The following program is for adult audiences only. This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find, find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, hi there. <laughs> Happy Monday. It's February 17th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you once again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where this Valentine's Day I learned that the Pope was born on April 16th. That makes him an Aries. Jesus, as everybody knows, is a Capricorn. Therefore, the Pope and Jesus are completely (laughs) incompatible. (laughs) Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's just science. Oh, that's just that's 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 something. Happy family day, Canadians. I know everybody spent it with their family as the Pope and Jesus intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually did I know, with my mom all day and we only fought like seventeen times. It was nice. Oh, that's good. Uh, hi to the boys at Thor's Kin over there across the pond. I hope your trains are running well. Hi to Mike and the boys at Pit Lane Parlay. Horribly tragic day at the Daytona 500 today, and the jury's still out on uh, Mr. Newman and, and uh, whether he is alive or not. So we'll see. Kind of bittersweet for the dude who won because he won in the wake of a horrible, <laughs> terrible crash, which possibly killed somebody. So yeah, not but a big win. win. For, no, but a huge win for Hamlin as it was. Anyways, that was his third Daytona 500 win. So that's a huge thing as it is. Second in a row, and uh, the second closest Daytona 500 in history. But nevertheless, you know, you don't want to win. With that hanging over you, it kind of sucks. I hope Mike and the boys are all doing okay at Pit Lane Parlay. Um, listen to their shows when you're not listening to ours. They're good. And when you're done listening, head over to Apple Podcast. Give us, or, or Podchaser, or Chartable, or uh, Audio Burst, or any of the fantastic sites where you can leave us a star rating and a review. It's very much appreciated. And Canadians, tell your friends and family... Uh, to check us out, because we still have yet to stray beyond the five provinces we're always in. And that's kind of disappointing to me. But numbers are still climbing, as always, and looking really good. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, that's about it for now, Gord. How you doing, buddy? Uh, doing okay. Um, yeah, family day. Um, spent the day. With my mom, um, had dinner with her tonight, uh, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's pretty much the extent of my day. I haven't done a whole lot today. It's a very truly stress-free day for me, which is kind of nice. No, I'm not talking about it because it's really so, getting drunk. I love that quote. You don't get to hear me play that quote, but. What's that? It's, it's a care. quote of you saying, you're not allowed to talk about it because we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I still can't think of why I would ever say that. I don't know, but it's a great quote, and I've got it here, and I uh, <laughs> I play it often, but you don't get to hear them. So, Welcome, everybody. It has been an uh, interesting weekend. Um, the country has been completely derailed by Good protesters that are protesting 
any number of things that have nothing to do with the pipeline that has started the whole kerfuffle. Um, it's gotten absolutely ridiculous. It's very highly organized across the country uh, and and has completely lost perspective. It's got nothing to do with the pipeline in in uh, northern B.C. Um, no, protesters clearly. in like Winnipeg and Regina. They're, the protesters in Winnipeg, they're protesting their uh, uh, whatever minister of native rights for failing to fulfill commitments or taking too long to make commitments. It's like it's got nothing to do with with the pipeline they're just pissed off about uh, anything they can come up with and the ones in ontario they're flying oka flags and all kinds of stupid shit it's uh just gotten absolutely ridiculous and Um, our amazing prime minister has vowed to do nothing he has not he he canceled his trip to barbados and said he will Meet with the protesters and see what he can come up with. Um, he had to come back. He had to do something. Everyone in the country saying do something. He had to finally say he would. Um, so especially when he's the- just traveling the country trying to get this fucking uh, 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 security council seat that nobody in Canada gives a crap about. Um. I don't. I don't see why at this point we can't just say get back to work, and like there's been the courts have all passed injunctions saying you can shut these protests down, you can take them down, you can stop them, and nobody seems to be willing to do anything about it. I, I don't get it. Like I'm all for, I'm I'm all for our legal right to protest, but I'm also for their legal right to stop it and get the country going again. When there's a point to the protest, absolutely. Like when there's a definitive point, like an actual reason for the protest, absolutely. But when you have people that aren't even part of the group that you're claiming to be protesting for, they're doing the protesting. And face it, if you're protesting a pipeline, then what are you doing shutting down trains? Exactly. That's just, that just you you've lost all semblance of what this actually means. And the problem is when you do when people pull bullshit like this, what's what can I, I, I know for a fact it won't happen in Canada because nobody in this country has any balls to pull this off. But what would happen if this was going on in the state is what would happen is you'd end up lo- like you could end up losing the right to freely protest. You could end up having to cut through red tape bullshit in order to get through it, in order to do a proper protest, which I'm starting to think is a better idea now because I don't know. You can't just have people who are just show up to to create a mess for no legit reason. Do it under the guise of one thing. And I just – no, I'm sorry. It's got to stop and change. I have to tread lightly when I talk about this, but the the, the – Difference between hereditary chiefs and elected chiefs has caused nothing but fucking problems in this province. It's it's always a constant issue because the hereditary chiefs are the the chiefs from for from forever ago, but they're not elected yeah. by the people in the village, and they have very little say over what happens. It's the elected chiefs have all the power, and they speak on behalf of the people who elected them. These hereditary chiefs, they they don't have any authority 
other than like this old world claim to shit. And they're not, they're just fighting on behalf of fighting. Like they, they, they have no real stake in the game. They just want to fight the government because that's what they know to do. And that's what they do. And it's fucking, yeah, it's just ridiculous. When, when the people are suffering and the people of the villages are saying they want the pipeline, they all signed on to the pipeline. They agreed to it years ago. And these hereditary chiefs are now, whether they even have anything to do with it, I don't know anymore. It's From everything I can see, it's just professional protesters and people from other provinces making a stink over something. Yeah, and I, that's a problem. I don't know. I don't like it. I, 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 I don't like anything that stops our country from progressing. And if if Trudeau's beard isn't going to stand up and do something about it, someone has to before this thing just gets militant, which I guess would be the next step where we're going to have to start fighting people. Yeah, I guess. Because just uh, shutting down the economy, that's what are you hoping to prove? Really, what do you do? You shut down the country and then you're going to be the one the next one's whining because where where are priorities going to be once everything's up and running again? They're not yeah. going to be the people up north who started this shit, that's for sure. I don't know what to say anymore. It just pisses me off. Let 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 the country do its job. Let everyone get to work. Let everyone get the resources they need to get and just fucking get over it. I don't know. I don't know what what I could say. I, I want to tread lightly. I don't want to seem like I'm insensitive to the plight of the First Nations communities because I'm definitely not. But this doesn't seem to have anything to do with that anymore. No, and I don't give a shit about being sensitive to it or not just because it's just – it's gone to the point of, again, if you're going to sit there and if you look at the differences between what it looks like when a pipeline runs through a province or an area or a chunk of land in comparison to any other option, the pipeline looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, exactly. If the worry is simply you're going to come through our land, shut the fuck up. Like seriously, like – I mean, you got people who are playing, paying in in towns, full property values for a thing, and the towns keep coming up and cutting back areas and putting in, you know, sidewalks and putting in things like this or whatever else, and they keep cutting in the land. But you don't get discounts on your property taxes. You motherfuckers don't have to pay for that shit. So shut the fuck up and quit bitching. Pretty much, the chunk of land sitting in the middle of fucking nowhere that within two years of everything being said and done, it's all going to be fucking buried. You're never going to see it there. It's gone anyways. It's just a piece of flat fucking land the way it was before they started so your your complaints null and void and i'm sick and fucking tired of hearing it because you're talking out of both sides your fucking ass one oh. side is you just want to you want to be a part of you just want to be basically accepted as a normal form of society and be and be left alone but the same right you want what all the fucking land being given back to you see it doesn't work under both things so shut the fuck up either be a part of society or you know what fuck off and let's not get over, over the fact that uh, this winter, something like I believe the statistic is 94 percent of all the energy in the country was oil produced. So if you were didn't freeze to death this winter, that's because of oil, whether you like it or not. Ninety four percent of all the power was generated by petroleum. So we're all alive because of oil, whether you like it or not. Even the people up north. Uh, who I, I seem to see a lot of vehicles coming in and out of these protests. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see anybody on dog sled coming from the States up to protest. And have you seen any of the pictures of what it looks like after these protesters move from a certain area? 
Have oh, you seen yeah. the amount of garbage these people leave? Oh, yeah. So they're not there for the environment. Do not no. lie. They're not. That's the part that bugs me. Stop lying. You're not there yeah. for the environment. You're there to protest things. And like Gord said the other day, the the one person said they're just here to shut down Canada. Yeah. You're well, just there to cause a disturbance. Nothing else. You well, have that, no other goals in life. That Ba-ba. makes you no better than the Stanley Cup rioters, in my opinion. That's right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, you're, just fucking leave my country alone. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of talking about it. There's so much other stuff we should be worried about. I'd say I hope you all get the coronavirus, but that's just not bad enough for you motherfuckers, so fuck you. Well, fuck since you. Gord brought it up, our favorite Costs. virus, uh, which every health organization is now saying is not as bad as SARS, but uh, a completely unsubstantiated report, but two employees of a laboratory have come forward saying that they were working on the coronavirus and they left with bites from these bats that are not native to the Wuhan province, uh, the bats that the virus came from, but two employees from the lab are saying they were working on it or uh, either developing it or studying it. Um, But either way, it did not come from the uh, fish market. It likely came from this lab in China. Here's the something so, I don't understand here. When this I count thing on for... Gord to be... Go uh, Gord is generally right when I'm not. That's why we work well together on this show. We've always got each other's back. Gord said this was probably something that the Chinese unleashed on us, and it looks like he was right on the money with that. This is something that they created in a lab, and I don't know if this was just a test run or what, but uh, definitely all... All signs are pointing to this was created by the Chinese. And these are the same sources who, uh, when the numbers were wrong, they suddenly doubled, uh, et cetera, et cetera. All the stuff you guys know because we beat beat it like a dead fucking horse. Um, there's, there's, something's rotten in Denmark, and it's... I don't know what it is, but it's. I think Gord is right. The Chinese, uh, this was a test run for something yet to come. Yep. Um, and now, just as I said, all the news organizations are now saying, oh, don't worry about it. It's not as bad as SARS. It's fine. Unless you're on a cruise ship, then you're fucked. Now, that brings up a funny, funny story, by the way. As... People might have heard there is that – I don't know what you call it, the feel-good story, if you will, about how Cambodia allowed a cruise ship to dock after it was turned away every from everywhere else in Asia because they didn't want it to spread the disease. <laughs> well, <laughs> over the weekend, an 83-year-old American woman who was on this ship and flew from Cambodia to Malaysia was found to be carrying the virus. <laughs> Cambodia said we'll take them and then they released the virus to, 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 to more people around the world and instead of just infecting the people on the ship now they've got to go and check everybody on the plane, the airport and anybody else she's been in contact with you've just affected a whole bunch of people yeah, I but think it's Malaysia is- 
Uh, Malaysia is where we send all the shit that we lie to us and say that we're recycling and we don't actually recycle it. We just <laughs> throw it on barges and send it to Malaysia. Do we really give a fuck if a few of them have the flu too? Oh, of course we're not. <laughs> filling their country with our garbage and lying to our public and saying we're recycling it when they're not recycling at all. They're just loading their beaches with it. Um, I don't think it matters that a few of them have the sniffles. We're drowning no, them in our garbage. So uh, the woman and her eighty-four-year-old husband were were they were initially diagnosed with pneumonia. They remained behind for treatment. And then they got cleared, and then I guess after they got cleared, they realized after the fact, oh, wait. <laughs> well, I'd be far more concerned with pneumonia than with corona. Right? <laughs> pneumonia pneumonia kills. can actually kill you when you're 84. Plus, you're 84. Who cares? You're already <laughs> banging on the door as it is. 84-year-olds, yes, you need to be concerned about this if you're 84 and you're somewhere near it. Anywhere in Canada... You don't have to be concerned. A falling tree is much more dangerous. Beware beware of falling trees. Beware of uh, sharks. You got a better chance of being attacked by a shark in Saskatchewan than you do of getting coronavirus. Um, and if you live in Malaysia, sorry. That's about the best of what we're going to do to you this year. So Here's a box of fucking uh, um, Scotty's tissue. <laughs> oh, it's... Dig through the other barges full of garbage we're sending. Yeah, I'm sure there's some masks in there somewhere. Sick fucking... The lies we tell ourselves and then pretend to give a shit about countries around the world. Uh, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up our recycling practices and what we ship to Malaysia and pretend we're recycling. Right. That'll be a story for another episode. (laughs) But you guys can feel free to look it up for yourselves and be all caught up. And you can live chat with me and Gord right now if you're listening on speaker.com. Or you can phone us, 604-655-9630, and have your say. Uh, Especially if you're in Malaysia, I'd love to hear from you. (laughs) You know, two of the passengers on this ship, uh, I'll actually call him by name because oh, bless him. Uh, Joseph Schaefer and his wife Paulette, who's a retired nurse, told the Las Vegas Review Journal from their home in Henderson, Nevada, that they felt the hue and cry over the released passengers was not totally merited. "Quote: It doesn't seem to me like the whole world should be jumping at this. Uh, there are more deaths from the flu than there have been from this particular virus." Thank you. <laughs> yes, science. <laughs> Why do people two weeks after me and Gord start saying everything me and Gord say and yet only 10,000 of you listen to our show and nobody writes in to tell us we're right, but they all start quoting us two weeks later. Yeah, isn't it a a bitch? It's it's frustrating. It really is. Um, I would like more credit for what we do. (laughs) I I hear you. I'm, it's getting to the point now where we actually got to fucking start hiring ourselves a fucking legal department. This is getting insane. You know what? I, as soon as uh, we start getting more Spreaker money, I would be happy to do that. Unfortunately, right now, it's just not in the budget. No. Now, speaking of this cruise ship, by the way, Eric, I'm not sure if you heard about this. This was beginning of last week, I believe. Um, one of the... Uh, 
groups that were on there. Um, clearly, these are like the 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 people at the the nicer part of the ship. <laughs> um, after being quarantined for the first week, they they were getting bored with themselves, and so what they did was they ordered um, a case of wine and got it delivered by drone to the ship. <laughs> genius <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty rough i'm i feel sorry for them i'm really i really hope I you guys get home so safe with those kind of fucking terrible conditions <laughs> i just thought that was so perfect because that's just, the world we live in now hey eh? it's like oh my god we're stuck on the ship what are we gonna do fuck it call amazon get some wine Get some wine. Don't worry about anything else for supplies. No, we need more wine. <laughs> it's amazing. That's, so that's how hard done by these people are. Oh, shit. We had to get a <laughs> drone to deliver wine. Fuck God, off. how would... am I supposed to survive without my Merlot? <laughs> you know how much I'd love to be stuck on a fucking cruise ship right now if that's as bad as it gets? <laughs> oh, I just thought that was so good. I'm stranded in rural fucking butt fuck British Columbia suffering from the Kelowna virus. <laughs> That's where you just sit here and do nothing and age staring at the fucking traffic going by. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's no cure. It's just called living here. Yes, science. Oh, fucking unreal. Um, so those are our big topics. We do need a legal department. So if you want to help us hire a legal department, the best way would be to go to ericandgore.world and buy some T-shirts for you and the family. They come in five yeah. different sizes for men and women. So they'll fit you and the kids and the in-laws and the pet and whoever you want to buy them for. There's two awesome styles. You can check them out at ericandgore.world, $27. And you can have those inside of a week. You pay by a PayPal. It's all very legit. I don't get to handle any of the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good uh, good deal. And they're really nice t-shirts. They're good quality. Um, very, very cool. Two different designs. Our cover art from our show and our classic Fuck Eric and Gord logo. Uh, they're like 10 different colors and they are very, very nice. I have mine coming this week and hopefully one for Gord. And uh, I'm going to be doing some custom T-shirts as well uh, near the end of the week that we'll be giving away as prizes or something like that. So doing what we can to try and promote the brand because it is the season for Eric and Gord to take over. That is uh, right. I started to notice like all these podcast groups, they go, oh, we don't like the ones where it's just people talking to each other, and we don't like them if they're longer than 45 minutes, and yet I look at the most popular five shows, and they're all three hours long, and it's just guys talking. So I don't know who's... <laughs> I don't know who's... Uh, these fucking groups are saying that those aren't the ones, but those are the ones that are making $30 million. So... I'll tell you exactly. Those group, the people who are making those comments are people doing three-hour shows, and they don't want other people to catch on. I guess you're right. That that's probably it. Yeah. Um. I don't think. I think this thing that that people have no attention span. I I think that's a lie. I I think people's attention span is just fine, and yeah. that if you have quality content, 
and your show is funny and you have either Eric or Gord or a combination of both on a nightly basis, people are going to fucking pay attention. It's, um, yeah. I don't think our attention span is that short. I have ADD and it ain't that short. The time passes because it's funny. It's good shit that we talk about. Exactly. We're not two idiots with – we're not mo- monotone fucking robotic idiots that talk about dumb shit and have no opinion about anything. We literally have – we talk about everything in detail with opinions, and people like hearing that because that shit can get fucking funny. I listened to a two-hour interview with Bill Maher last night, and I can honestly say that is enough Bill Maher to do me a fucking lifetime. I don't understand why that guy's a thing. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I I don't understand. He's, a, he's definitely. I'd say he's a hit and miss, but he's a miss, 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 hit, miss, miss with yeah, me. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> I don't know. Very proud of smoking pot and talking about smoking pot. I don't know. Bored the shit out of me. I find Gord much more entertaining. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. I haven't been listening to a lot of our show lately. I've been trying to give other ones a chance. But the more I listen to podcasts, the more I think more people should be listening to Eric and Gord. Fully agree. Um, but I guess we should stop talking about ourselves and start talking about stuff. Or people aren't going to listen to us. So you had... Um, I have a bunch of... You had a story about my all-time favorite profession... It's a dying profession, um, as far as I can tell, and it disturbs me because I've always been a big supporter. Agreed. And I would like I... to see it make a massive comeback, and that would be the uh, the clothing alleviation profession. I don't know <laughs> the what. Do you, what's the polite way of saying fucking stripper? I don't know. Uh, the um. The the scientific term is uh, torcoritis um, on polius. I got it. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> you can you can stop with the twerk. Nobody likes the fucking twerk. No, it's 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 a gross, uh, stupid thing, and it's it shouldn't be done. Yeah. Like, let Lizzo twerk. The rest of you fucking just stop with the twerk. Nobody likes yeah, the twerk. I... Okay, for the record, if y'all want to make the twerking stop, you, you guys have seen a picture of me. Understand one thing. I can twerk, and I can twerk well. So unless if you want to see people like me, a uh, fat white guy twerking, stop with it. That should be the only one twerking, it. and I think you need to send a video of that out tonight. I will not. <laughs> I cannot twerk. I I don't shake like that. I don't bend. I, I, I showed don't... my girlfriend one time as a gag, and she actually stood. She's like, "Oh my god, he really can." I <laughs> Jim freaked her out. <laughs> my body affords me a range of motion necessary for survival, and that is it. I bend enough to sit without hurting myself, um, and I have the full range of motion so I can walk to the bus stop. Other than that, there is no, I don't dance, I don't, I'm not jiggy, I don't twerk, none of that <laughs> shit. 
so anyway, so what we're talking about. So in uh, where the fuck was this bitch? Uh, in Texas. Um, there's a viral video, and Eric, if you get the chance, just just pipe up um, and type in "bounce back stripper." Um, it's, it's it's impressive. Um, uh, Gina Sky is her name. She oh, uh, she went name. viral. Yeah, that's her name. It's real too. Oh, really? <laughs> um, she had um, somebody had videotaped her at a strip club. She was at the top of a 15 foot stripper pole. And after doing her partial routine, um, I mentioned this on our show, by the way, when it first came out. I just mentioned at the end of our Wonder episodes. Um, so I thought it was really funny. Um, at the end of her little – at the tip of her pole, she ended up falling off and landed face first on the stage below. And the blonde chick who was stripping next uh, on the ground where she landed just a, put a foot beside her doesn't even bat an eye. I mean, could just – didn't even care that this chick just hit the fucking ground at 150 miles an hour. Um, so she lands on the ground, breaks her jaw as she does it, but she continues. She just all she does is just pops her ass up in the air on her, on her knees and just starts twerking away. Um, well done for continuing to do the job even when you get injured. Uh, that's always nice to see. Um, so yeah, so she fractured her jaw in two places, broken number of teeth, and sprained her ankle. All during the fall, and just I'm doing her job again. Um, she was interviewed with TMZ, and um, she wants to. She has her eyes set on a new profession. She wants to be a food critic, and uh, it's a very non-fascinating interview. Um. Yeah. Now, <laughs> a couple of questions. First of all, certainly. Sure. Sure. Uh, with a broken jaw, do you think food critic is the next best thing? Maybe you should. Uh, you're you're going to be drink eating out of a straw for the next few months. Um, well, the, she, and she added food the fact critic's that she's not a self- the best. You know, she's also a self-proclaimed chicken wing connoisseur, so that would also be even more difficult with a wired shut mouth. Um, um and I just gotta ask, why the fuck do you need a 15 foot stripper pole? Why do you have to be 15? Like, is it is it cooler if you're spinning higher up on a pole? I don't think anybody gives a shit. I'm surprised you had to ask. It's because it's Texas and everything is bigger in Texas. Yeah, I I don't. Where the th- average place is going to have an eight foot pole, they got to go 15 because Texas. I don't. Uh... I don't think that you need a 15-foot stripper pole. I think, like, 8 feet is probably fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, how? Like, I, I've never been like, wow, that chick is naked and spinning on that pole. That's cool, but it kind of sucks that she's only 6 feet in the air. <laughs> this would be so much more exciting if she was so far up I needed binoculars. <laughs> like she better get the job breaking heights or this wasn't worth the cover charge <laughs> i can't see me ever saying that i'm a i'm a big supporter of of uh like take your clothes off to the music i'm good with that i don't need the pole i don't need the shower i don't need uh in, like you don't need to insert anything anywhere and shoot it across the room you can just take your clothes off to the music and get on with your day. That's fine. 
you know, this is where this has gotten hilariously out of control. Um, she did an appearance on the Wendy Williams show. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. And Wendy Williams uh, gave her a $10,000 college scholarship check. Um, Money well spent, and, I see. That's right. And, that, and she thinks that this is sparking a conversation that needs to be had in regards to the dangers exotic dancers face while on the job. I think of all the dangers exotic dancers face, that's the one that crosses their mind the absolute very least. No one... <laughs> No one thinks a broken jaw from a 15-foot pole vault is that's that's not top of their list. I, I there's you know there's so much worse they have to worry about. Not only that, but on her Instagram, she posted a picture of herself holding this giant check and um I'll read you the thing she said because it's Did she just She insert the giant check anywhere and then fire it across <laughs> the room. No, that would have been way better though. Um, she goes, thank you so much at Wendy's show for inviting me onto your show and allowing me to share a part of me with your audience and many of the people all around the world. Uh, thank you so much for my scholarship. I can't even put two thoughts and emotions into words. Uh, being <laughs> of course show, you can't. I know. <laughs> being a guest on your show was such a delightful and fun experience. Okay, you ready for this? I will never forget it. Um, God is so amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he sure is. Because God had everything to do with... God's plan was to be like, you shouldn't be stripping, fall off this pole, and I'm going to make sure you get everything you want in life because that's what God wanted. <laughs> I would be very happy if Wendy Williams fell and broke her jaw. I wouldn't complain about that at all. Uh, I... So yeah, so there's that. I don't wish harm on anyone except Wendy Williams. <laughs> That's not true. I just, it would be nice if she accidentally got hurt. Um, that's not true. It is. It's fuck it. I don't care. It's it is true. Why are you calling back on this shit? Why, no, what, it is what, true. He's a useless fat of fucking nothingness. What? How is, now, how, who is still watching these shows? How are these shows still part of a culture of fun? Like, didn't Jerry Springer put an end to this shit once and for all? Who is still sitting around watching daytime television and giving the same, these people a reason to live? The same people who are ignoring their children. And instead of being parents, they're sitting around weeding their bonbons and watching fucking their stories. Well, and this is part of the afternoon regalia. That's because your neglected children grow up and get $10,000 stripper checks. Yep. It's the circle of life. The, <laughs> the circle, circle of daytime of television life. The same kids that you ignored to watch your fucking show are the ones that grow up to be the strippers that entertain you on your show. Circle of fucking STD is what it is. How many? I wonder how many people watch. I will just at home watching these shows, and like all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, honey, kids, get in here! It's your sister Becky." <laughs> she done got some big check like Ed McMahon. <laughs> Call her up. Make sure we get us a cut. 
<laughs> and get out there stripping, you dirty bitch. If, if she don't give us none of that chick, she's going to get a piece of my mind next week on Springer. <laughs> the sad thing is, is I don't think you're far off at all on any of this. I got Jerry on speed dial, goddammit. Y'all want to go back there? <laughs> Jerry calls me <laughs> when he needs gas, so I'm going to call Jerry next week. <laughs> Go put on your fancy clothes. Dr. Phil's coming over to make us right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I actually watched part of a Dr. Phil episode today. I am quite a big fan of Dr. Phil because Dr. Phil is a big fucking fraud and he openly admits it everywhere but the Dr. Phil show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, um, you can listen to dr phil there's a great interview on joe rogan's podcast with dr phil no, joe dr phil talks at length about uh his show and what he contributes <laughs> to america <laughs> um, i'm sure it's a lot I, uh, I'm a, I'm, I, my respect for that man grows more and more the more I hear him, uh, because he knows what he does. But you know what's funny is that there's like, okay, um, I follow the guys from most of the guys from the Jackass crew on like Instagram or Facebook, whatever. Um, yeah, just interested to see what they're up to nowadays, and for the most part, not a whole lot for most of them, but. Um, Bam Margera, uh, former professional skateboarder, um, ended up going, is he still married to that chick? Uh, they have to narrow that down. He's been with a few. He's with this chick, Nikki now, who's extremely hot, but I don't um, know the one he had the TV show with. No, 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 no. The one where he was getting married to the chick. No, he's with another chick, and she they was crazy kid. hot. Yeah, um, I think no, I think it's a different chick. <laughs> that dude um, gets hot chicks. No, that he definitely does. Um, but uh, Bam, after struggling with um, alcohol and drug addiction for a long time, went sober. Now he does all this publicly, so he posts everything on Instagram, and um, when he does, when he does do these things. Um, uh, he ended up, so he checks himself into rehab. Then he checks himself out. Um, once he gets out and he's like basically saying, I can, I don't, I don't need this. I've been through this before and I don't need their help anymore because I already know what to do. Um, pretty much just goes right back into it again. Gets so far gone that he ends up going completely fucking crazy and starts like, he like literally starts coming up with like a new language. Um, you know when like junkies get really fucked up and they start getting overtly creative and they think they've discovered the newest, greatest thing for the world and it's just dumb? Um, that's what he did. And it got so crazy that he ended up becoming like a raving lunatic and his videos were getting absolutely brutal to watch. Um, with everybody outpouring, all of his fans and family and everybody else was outpouring him saying basically you need to get fucking help. 
he reached out for help and he publicly reached out for for Dr. Phil. And he said, I will not go anywhere. I will not speak to anybody. Only Dr. Phil can save me. So Dr. Phil got him and put him on the show. And he seems to be doing better. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what to say, but well, some people just need to be told, stop acting like an asshole. And uh, they'll only hear it from certain people. Well, Dr. Phil's good at that. And, you know, whatever. Uh, that's cool. Whoever can help you. I think to be... I, I can't see any of those guys cleaning up. Um, half of them are dead now, anyway. Only one. Oh, right. Isn't Steve-O dead, too? No, Steve-O is actually long sober. Doing very well. He's married. I thought um, he died, he's ex- too. No, Steve-O's actually doing very well for himself right now. And uh, Wee Man, isn't Wee Man dead? Wee, Wee Man's still alive. He lives out of a van doing skate videos um, by choice, not because he was homeless. He just wanted to travel across the country uh, and just go skate park to skate park and meet people and just have a good time. Yeah, that's he's got a, say, he's got a He's got a hot girlfriend, too, that he's with. Um Preston Lacey, the fat one, he's still alive. Johnny Knoxville's still alive. Everybody else is still alive. It's just Brian Dunn's the only one who died. Knoxville should be. (laughs) Yeah, but still, yeah, no, he's still he's still alive and kicking. Um, I don't know what he's doing professionally, but um, he basically uh, just—I know that basically he just posts like funny videos on social media. That's that's all he does. <laughs> He's, so nothing's changed with him. Huh. So yeah, yeah. So only one of them's actually dead. Well, go. so Gina Sky, congratulations from the bounce back stripper to um, possibly becoming a food critic because we already know you like to jam things down your fucking throat. So congratulations for making a career to that. Good luck. <laughs> that's uh, that's something good on you, Gina Sky. Um, whatever. Good, good for Wendy Williams for promoting this stuff. <laughs> um, just because I love America so much. Um. One of my, I mean, Eric and I have talked about this. Eric does not like this restaurant. I personally love it. Uh, but Wendy's. I fucking um, hate it. I know you do. And I personally love it. But a bizarre video from Michigan uh, shows a Michigan man appearing to bathe inside of a kitchen sink at a Wendy's restaurant. <laughs> that is exactly what explain what their food tastes like to me. <laughs> The video shows a service man submerged in soapy water inside the fast food restaurant's industrial sink, which is normally used to clean kitchen items. And um, there's uh, all you hear is a uniformed employee seen on camera saying, wash yourself (laughs) to the smiling man. It feels like a hot tub. I'm enjoying life, the man says later. (laughs) So, yeah. Wendy's is uh, looking into this and making sure that their employees never bathe again, I guess. Do they still uh, make commercials with the smoking hot chick? 
No, it's all – no, they don't use any spokesman anymore as far as I know. Not in That's Canada stupid. anyway. That was the only reason to like them was that, that girl they had in their commercials. Yeah, I don't I know. I haven't seen any hot smoking hot chicken in any of their videos. Well, they should Since. bring her back. I don't remember her name, but she was fantastic. She made me almost like Wendy's. <laughs> well I hate to burst your bubble, my friend, but uh no. Uh oh there uh, she is, Morgan. Morgan Smith. She was good shit. They should bring her back. I'll eat there if they bring her back. You'll eat her. <laughs> she is pretty. She makes me like Wendy's. Morgan Smith Goodwin. There you go. She, once, once she comes back, I will like Wendy's again. Until then, they can go straight to hell. <laughs> What happened um, to stuff like that? It pisses me off. Like, nowhere has a thing anymore. The Burger King had that creepy fucking dude for a while, but, uh, like, I I get that Ronald McDonald was creepy, and that's fine, but I don't think the rest of the dudes were. Where did they all go? I agree. I missed a whole group of them. Hamburg, you don't even see the root bear anymore. No. Like, you don't have the root bear. You don't have the Wendy's chick. You don't have... Like the Fry Guys and fucking Grimace and Burglar and all those dudes were fucking dope. I get it. Ronald needed an upgrade. He looked like a fucking 70s magician. (laughs) And those guys are creepy as hell. He looked like a pervert. Whatever. Update him. You could have made him cool. Could have tried at least. I, this this argument started with me with the cereals. Because you don't have Freddy and Eddie. You don't have Snap, Crackle, and Pop. You don't have the fucking honey bee anymore. You got none of them. And then it Toucan me think, Sam like, is still going strong. Who is? Toucan Sam. Ah, who gives a crap about him? Is he really, though? That's kind of good, I guess. Yeah, he's the only one. But he is a piece <laughs> of shit anyway. Um, and Fruit Loops he's sucks. Giant Fuck you. <laughs> um, but like, just follow your nose. <laughs> yeah, right. Nose. The one that really bugs me is like, uh, you don't have Fido. Like, remember Fido Dido? That guy kicked ass. Oh my god, I forgot about Fido Dido. Yeah. Wait, how come we don't have mascots anymore? How come that's not cool? Like, I miss Fido Dido. Chester Cheetah, he could go fuck himself. But do you want to know why? I'll guarantee you, I know why. Because of those fucking group of people that decided to make it a sexual thing by having sex with their costumes. Yeah, but Fido Dido wasn't a... You mean like... No, but that ruined mascots for everybody. For all tourn- all mascots. No matter who it is. If it's cosplay or not. ruined mascots? That's not... Cos- cos- but yeah, that's it. I don't get how that's... That doesn't make sense, though. Because not... Not everybody's into cosplay. Not everybody would even relate the two. No, of course not. But it's not a matter of that. It's just a matter of, it's the simple fact of one person ruins it for the rest of us. I'm bringing back cartoon mascots. We're getting, Eric and Gord are getting a cartoon mascot. A bear or a or a Sasquatch or a goat or something. Maybe two robots? Or two robots. <laughs> or, a, or, a, or a fucking pineapple and a... Whatever the fuck the other one was. It was an avocado. 
an avocado. <laughs> I, I like those. the pineapple and the avocado. I love them actually. They're fucking amazing. Um, uh, definitely preferred the robots, but if you guys don't know what we're talking about, hunt us down, uh, Eric and Gord on YouTube, and uh, look up Eric Brennan Hunt on YouTube, and you can find all sorts of video goodness of Eric and Gord. Um, yeah, I think I should start pushing the robots more. I guess. I like them both. Uh, I really do. I love the robot videos. I think they're hilarious. But I, I have to admit, I have a really special place in my heart for the fucking for the two fruits. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'll see if I can bring it back. I had I had some <laughs> issues with them. Maybe I'll have to come up with something, something else for us. <laughs> I just loved them. They were just fun. Um. They were good though, but I, I'm bring. I think we need mascots. I'm I'm bringing back the mascot, and all you cosplay motherfuckers can leave our mascots alone, or at least invite us. <laughs> I understand cosplay in the sense of like you want your girlfriend to dress like Sailor Moon. That makes sense. I get that. Um, I don't get like oh you be fucking Cherry from from uh. <laughs> you you be Cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I'll be fucking Oscar the Grouch, and we'll go fucking bump uglies in the woods. I don't get that shit. <laughs> See, for me, it was like when you get into the costumes, like the Grimace style costumes, those big bulky ones. Those are the ones that I didn't get that that ruined it for the group. So those are the best jets. That shit's just weird. I was a kangaroo for. Uh... Excuse me. I was a kangaroo for Big White Ski Hill right here in the beautiful Okanagan Valley uh, one summer. And I promise you, in those big costumes, fucking is the last thing on your mind. <laughs> You're about 170 degrees, and all your twigged berries are just shriveled right up into your stomach trying to keep cool. There is no possibility of fucking in those things. <laughs> Unless they got some specialized cosplay costumes. Plus, they got to come up uh, with a new word other than cosplay, because that makes me think of Cosby, and that freaks me out. <laughs> it's just... You know, I never knew it existed. I can actually blame CSI Miami for it. They're the ones that brought to the fucking limelight. I, I was pissed at them at the time for it. It goes in, there's all that kind of stupid shit that grown-up people do. It's like LARPing. Fuck off with your LARPing. <laughs> Why would you, like, how do you, first of all, how do you have time? Who has time to fucking go out in the woods and play Dungeons and Dragons? Ever. <laughs> LARPing is what you do when you're drunk with your buddies at a high school reunion. <laughs> I don't understand do how once, people organize yeah. this. It's like fucking, uh, like, like, uh, war recreators and stuff like Civil War reenactors. Why? Who the fuck has the time for this shit? And why I, do you reenact the Civil War? Like, you know how it turns out. This, it's no. <laughs> how is that fun? Oh, let's go reenact and get fucking slaughtered every year. That's like I don't get. How I want to be on the losing team. <laughs> Why would you want to play a game that you know you lose? I just don't get that. How that's fun? 
<laughs> I don't get out. Now, the live action, I'm not going to lie, because there's a medieval school in Vancouver, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool. You can go jousting. Like, for real, yeah. horseback fucking jousting. That would pretty be amazing. That would be kick-ass. I don't know what it cost, but this school, right on Pender in Vancouver, I don't know what they're called. I don't care. I'm not endorsing them, but... Uh, if they want to sponsor me and Gord, we'll go do their shit. But you could do any medieval, like, broadsword fighting or fucking with the mace and the shield and, like, eh, all that gladiator-style shit. It'd go jousting on a horse. But I would love to fucking joust. I remember that TV show that was on that was on a while ago. That was, like, one of those reality-style elimination shows that was all about jousting. And they had – that was their whole point was they had a joust. It was amazing. It was such a cool show. Here's the because thing about no all that, that medieval fighting stuff that I want to do. I would suck at all of it. I promise you two things I cannot do well is ride a horse and try to stab somebody with a big long thing while I ride a horse. That would end terribly for me every time. It would be hilarious. I guarantee I suck at that. There's, I don't even, I, I rode a horse once when I was about six, and I think that was the last time I was ever even near a horse. I don't, I'm very, I think I'm scared of them. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I'm scared of horses. They're big, powerful beasts. I, I don't know for sure because I've not, I've not been really around them. I like to go to the track and bet on them. Those don't scare me except when I got like 50 <laughs> bucks on a fucking trifecta. That's, that's fucking scary. Um, but I think probably I'm scared of them. I'm pretty much terrified of any large animal. And yet your partner's with me on this show. Very strange. Is it because we're not in the same town? Is that why it works? You are a, a very safe distance away. Because <laughs> there are times when I'm just as hairy as one, so you never know. And that's why I waited to start the show with you until you were out of province. <laughs> if we were Smart in the same man. room together, I'd just be sweating bullets and be like, please don't attack me. <laughs> trying to feed you apples all the time. <laughs> I'm only if they're deep fried and candied. Just while you're tired, I'm just, yeah, nobody does that anymore. What? The candy apple. That's another, that went the way of the fucking mascot. Yeah. How come people don't do candy apples anymore? Because... You ever do like the hot one where you like, you hollow out the core and then you just put like uh, brown sugar and fucking bake it? Like, oh, they're so good. You just do the baked apple? You ever have those when you were a kid? Yeah. Absolutely. I have with a kid. Are you kidding me? My girlfriend makes those. They're amazing. You just hollow out the core and you put like brown sugar and you just bang. They come out looking like a fucking nutsack. <laughs> and they're just fucking lava hot. Just burn your face. <laughs> lava hot nutsack. You're like, oh, yeah, this, this is a great idea. I totally want this in my mouth right now. But they taste delicious. <laughs> once you get past the scalding, it's fantastic. Yeah, once it... It, you burn the first three layers of skin off your tongue, and then you make sure the roof of your mouth, make sure everything for the rest of the week is going to taste like rubber, and you just stick that fucking shit all over it. You just get your just caked in sticky shit. And you're just like, this is a great idea. We should put this on a stick and sell it to kids. The shit we come up with. Tell ya. <laughs> It's it's delicious. They're great. If, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Gord does, obviously. My mom used to I make them all the time. Do. Just 
core an apple and fucking burn it. Fill it with brown sugar and burn the shit out of it. Fill it with lava. <laughs> uh, I went to a restaurant once where they served my steak on lava rocks. Heated lava rocks. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was it was a neat effect. Did you hear the sizzling and the smoke? But uh, bad effect when you're with a person who's like allergic to smoke. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a bad decision on my part. <laughs> like, oh, that looks really good. Take it away. I'll have the steak on the plate now. <laughs> Thanks for going through all the effort. <laughs> I uh, yeah, that's why I don't go anywhere ever. <laughs> There's no uh, disappointment like that. Um. I brought this point up, my next topic. I brought this up. Let me try to think. Fuck, it's been a couple weeks ago now, maybe. Um, I want one of those apples now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Um, so Elizabeth Warren, uh, going over the election briefly, all but very no, briefly. I'm not about uh, Elizabeth Warren is, uh, you know, the whole big presidential 2020 campaign going on. Is she still in this it? Is, she's still in it, and this is why she will not win it. Because her whole thing is, this is about the democratic unity for taking on President Donald Trump. That she is framed as an existential crisis for America. Again, if your only policy is beating Trump, you will not win. No. Because Trump is going to come ahead with his... His proven track record of why he's actually done well for the U.S., and he's going to come across with other policies it's going to do. Whether he does or not doesn't matter. He's the only one who's coming across with policies. Now, Bernie Sanders has come across with his own individual policies, which is why he's the only one I think has the right to even run against Trump right now because he's the only one who's come, coming in with an actual game plan. Um, but Warren, this is all she has. She says this election is the, quote, the moment in history that we have been called to. And she's liking it to the challenges America overcame from its founding revolution, the Civil War, the Great Depression, and World War II. This is what she's comparing this to. This now, woman cannot run. I do not disagree with her um, in, in a certain respect. I think she's right. It is a moment in history. Um, I think... You are absolutely correct in defeating Trump is not a platform to run on. I, I, yeah. We just went through it here. That was Andrew Shear's platform as well as Jagmeet Singh's platform was just, we're not Trudeau. Well, what yeah. are you going to do? We're not going to be Trudeau. And people went, that's, well, that's fuck, we might as well stick with the meathead then. Yeah. Uh, the and same thing just, you're going to get. Yeah. Gord could not be more right. You can't run on I'm not Trump. No. That's not going to win you anything. But you also cannot compare it to the Civil War, the Great Depression, and World War II. Because two out of those three, the, the Civil War and World War II, a lot of people died on American soil. Nobody's died on American soil because of Trump directly. So, fuck you. Uh, and... Here's can the we great. just can we just say there's things you can't bring up. All right, don't ever compare anyone to Hitler ever. Don't mention Hitler. Don't say you agree or disagree with Hitler. Don't don't bring up Hitler ever in a thing. Don't bring up World War 2. And don't yeah. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care 
if you're oppressed, I don't care what fucking your plight is, it does not compare to the civil rights movement ever. There's nothing you are ever going to do in the 21st century that can even hold a candle to the civil rights movement. So just stop it. Stop comparing. You can't compare bad people to Hitler. No one is ever as bad as Hitler. And don't say that Hitler ever did something good for Germany. I don't give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. He killed six million people. You can't say, oh, well, he did this good thing. No, I don't give a fuck. He's fucking Hitler. Stop bringing him up. And Civil War, no. I had this problem with the fucking uh, 420 tried to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh not Mark Emery, the meathead who runs 420 now, when he tried to compare it to the civil rights movement. No, you're trying to get no. weed legalized. You're not fucking fighting so your kids can drink out of the same water fountain as other kids, you fucking asshole. Exactly. Nothing compares to and civil comparing rights. It to, and comparing it to the Great Depression is hilarious because financially the U.S. has never been doing better. So that's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, You're on the exact opposite fucking playing field as that one. The Democrats really like to lie about what Trump has done financially um, and the improvements he's made to unemployment and to all kinds of things that are going on down there. And they they turn a blind eye to all of it and they just flat out lie like everything they say is just lies. Bold face lies. Um, I don't know what Bernie Sanders is saying, to be honest. I haven't followed a word that's come out of his mouth because nobody takes him seriously. I've been following Warren. I've been following Bloomberg. I've been following... Um, uh, who's the other dude? I don't even care. Uh, Obviously, Tom I haven't been following Sayer, him that closely. Pete, you did. It's Tom uh, Sayer, Bernie Sanders, Pete... Bootleg, bootleg. Oh yeah, that dude. No one's voting for him because he's gay. No, and Amy Klobuchar. Oh, I don't even know who that is. She seems to be one of the most level-headed out of the group. That um, is saying absolutely nothing. That's, I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's a low bar to hit. The most um, level-headed of all the fucking Democrats. Yeah, I. They're like a cartoon, man. Like, I don't even understand how they're being taken seriously as a competitor. At this point, I think just declare Trump the winner and skip the fucking wasted time in November. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, the the big thing that working against this Amy Klobuchar is the fact that she comes from a, a quote, mostly white state. <laughs> so, therefore, they, people don't think that she can relate to the diverse groups of voters. See, now that's something that Democrats have to stop with, too. Mm -hmm. The color of your skin has nothing to do with the ability to do your job. It doesn't yep. matter if you have a White House full of white people. The right now, there's more white people in the White House than there have been in fucking 50 years. And guess what? Your country is flourishing. If Would it matter if half of them were black? and then your country wasn't doing as good, pick the right people for the job. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. Same with Justin Trudeau. Get off this 50% woman crap. If 50%, if you can't find enough women to fill the cabinet that are good at their jobs, then don't. Don't put shitty women in positions that they can't fill. Don't put shitty people of... Put the best person for the job in that position. You cannot let race or gender or equality affect that judgment. 
if it happens to be a white fucking man that's best at that job, put him in that job. I'm sorry. Maybe he's not. I'm not saying that white men are better for anything. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying put the best person for the job in the position. Don't fill something just for a fucking uh, equal opportunity. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Because people get a shitty opportunity. Look at Obama. Black people did worse than historically almost ever under Obama. Yeah. It's not the color of your skin that makes no. you good or bad. God damn it. We have to get over this shit. And it's the stupid liberal goddamn idiots who think that this shit matters. Put the best person for the job in the job. And everyone will benefit from it. it to Despite race or gender or lack of gender or whatever, put the best person for the job in the job and see the difference it makes. And that's, I'm not being racist or sexist or anything because maybe the best person for the job is a woman or a person of color or a person of a certain ethnicity or whatever. Just find the best person and fix the fucking problems. That's right. That's the point. The point is, is the best person for the job, not the best sex for the job. Or the best black person, or the best... No, it's about the best person. Simple. Fucking, how is this... God damn it, it's so easy. How do they make it so fucking difficult? I don't know. Did you hear by chance that... um, I can't remember who it was, but one of the people in Trump's group released a picture of the Air Force One sitting at Daytona saying that Trump Trump being there or something was like this big, whatever, it's a big deal, whatever. Turns out that picture was from like George W. Bush when he showed up at the Daytona with the plane. That picture was taken from like 16 years ago. Well, uh, Trump definitely was there. <laughs> he was, um, but that picture that they posted was not Trump's poster. So they, within, after everybody caught it and realized what it was, they, hey, what the fuck, this isn't, that was that's not Trump. I'm at the racetrack. I'm not looking at his plane. That's not where they put what's going on here. <laughs> they immediately pulled the picture, kept the, the text that they put on, but then changed the picture of the plane when it was circling around the track. And they, and they put a picture of that in, which goes right against how the whole fucking thing was being explained. It just, why do you guys have to lie? Why? When are people going to realize that you can't lie anymore? It takes, 10 seconds to do a reverse Google search and figure out where your fucking picture comes from. Any idiot with a phone or a tablet or a computer can do that. Anybody from anywhere does a reverse Google search and takes 10 seconds to figure out where your fucking picture came from. You can't lie anymore. Stop it. These are like supposed to be intelligent people working for... <laughs> the government like how do you even get a goddamn job if you don't know what a reverse google search is <laughs> it boggles my mind that anybody would even attempt cuz you know especially with the shit that trump is under you know that every little thing that gets said posted or anything else is going to be fact checked so why would you pull a picture from 16 years ago from two presidents ago <laughs> and say, oh, this is this is our president right now. No, it's not. Can everybody, for the love of God, 
everyone who's listening, please tell everyone you know to also start listening. It's not that fucking complicated. Pay attention. Stop lying. It's that easy. Believe me, the truth about Trump is shitty enough. You don't need to make stuff up about him. You really don't. There's enough fucking bullshit. Like, Gord keeps saying it, and nobody seems to get it through your head. You don't have to make shit up about Trump, about Trudeau, about any of these meatheads. There's enough true shit to fucking bury them on. Yeah. You're just you making just... your side look worse every time you make up stupid shit. Yep. I have a I have a Twitter feed that automatically sends me every time Trump gives a speech, I get an automatic fact check uh how how many things he said that were untrue in that speech. So I don't need you making up shit about where he is on his helicopter or whatever. I get the updates. We all get the updates. We're all five seconds away from anything we need to know. You can't it, lie yeah. anymore. There's just no need for it. And there really is. There's no need. There's no need. And you just end up looking worse every time. I know because I try to lie. All, <laughs> I used to try to lie all the time. Not on this show, but just in life in general. And you just come up looking stupid. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very much. Especially when, like, come on, listen to what Gord just said. Trump was at Daytona. I know, I watched it, because my parents are obsessed with car racing. I I watch a lot, so I hate that. Um, But uh, Trump was there. That's, he, he was there, probably in his helicopter or whatever, some limo. He, he took the... He took the plane. He just it circled it and then but didn't the plane didn't park at Daytona. It parked somewhere else. What is the why would you not just show Trump there? What is the benefit of lying when the thing you're lying about is actually happening? Like think about think about that for a second. Just fucking think about it. The thing you're lying about is actually going on while you're lying about it. What the fuck are you doing? How does that benefit you? Like, I, <laughs> I just, the, the, I just don't get it. No, it's I can't wrap my mind around that. The thing that you're trying to start some sort of controversy with is actually happening. You could have just taken a picture of the actual thing and ran with it. How lazy are you that you you just found some fucking picture and and I don't even know what the story I don't know what the reference was like was it that Trump shouldn't have been at Daytona? No, it was they were literally just saying like it was the White House literally just saying, "Hey, Trump's here and his presence alone is an amazing thing for people. It it was just some stupid little publicity blast to say that Trump was there. That's all it was. Just a simple thing to say, hey, Trump's here and people are really excited to have him here. Sure. That's it. That's fine. But they even have to lie about that. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, Trump was at Daytona. Great. Good. 40,000 rednecks give a shit. Yeah. Uh, but I don't get it. 
I don't no. understand. No, I don't understand why I don't work for these people. Yeah, I don't get it either. Why do uh, I not have a better paying job? Anyone out there who wants to give a smart guy a job? Eric at ericatgord.world, please. I need a job. I will work for very little money as long as I can work from home. Or no. somewhere close to my home. I or you give me a home. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's something that's very confusing, and I need your help with this, Eric. I was going to segue into something there. Oh, what was it? Uh, I don't remember. I'll come back to it. So, as I'm sure people have probably heard, and it's been kind of all over the social media and all over the internet and all over the world news, um, some vandals have spray-painted... Um, Plymouth Rock. They actually went and spray painted a whole bunch of shit all over it. Um, and people are really pissed off. And I mean, I just, I don't understand what the fucking point is. Um, I don't know who's pissed off. I don't know. Does Plymouth Rock matter anymore? Does anyone give a fuck about pilgrims? And... Well, here's the thing. The, what spray paint, what spray painted on it is 508 MOF. That's what's spray painted on it. Okay. Now, do you want to know what MOF 508 is? I'm sure it's an area code or something. No. Not even remotely close. It is a paper from the Berkeley Global Science Institute on the Microporous Metal Organic Framework for Gas Chromatography chromatophagic, wow, I can't butcher that word, uh, separation of alkalines, or alkans, sorry. Okay. Literally, yeah, literally this is about filling the pores, a zinc-based metal organic framework, which is metal organic framework, MOF, can be transformed reversibly from an, op- from an open to a dense configuration. Uh, the microphorous solid is the first example of an MOF that is highly selective in the gas chromo blah, 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 separation of alkanes. So literally it means nothing. MOF 508. When you Google MOF 508, this is what comes up. And this is, and they spray painted this on the rock, just in reverse order. 508. Okay, is this substrate independent of spatial growth of the metal organic growth on the gold substrates required to give rise to the loss of MOF framework? Large pores yielding reduced CO2 efficiency as well as high. So are this metal organic frameworks with functional pores? Are they trying to say something about 9-11? I have no idea. About the metal framework? Is this proving... Something to do with 9-11. That's all I can think of. They're proving they're, this This in some way relates to the metal that the World Trade Center was built with or something. I don't know. Um, Significant progress has been made in synthesizing new columns packed with single crystals of MOF 508. Yeah, that's all I can think of is this has got something to do with, with metal. And it's probably 9-11 related. Um... So it's, I it's some fucking prank. It's a, it's a, I don't get it. 
it doesn't make any sense. Um, but this, they did do this um, just before uh, the upcoming 400th anniversary of the 1620 Mayfair landing. Which everybody um, knows is bullshit anyway. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, you got the natives that show up there every Thanksgiving day since 1970 uh, to recall what organizers describe as the genocide of millions of native people, the theft of native lands, and the relentless assault on native culture. Okay, you it's, guys so it's, fucking innocent of everything before that. It's nanotechnology. It's uh, metal frameworks that can build themselves, uh, ideally, in the in the grand scheme of things. Uh, MOFs, MOFs can be grown. Uh, it's whatever. It's nanotechnology. Who cares? It's something. I don't get the the reference. I don't care. Um, everyone knows that the Mayflower is a made up thing. Most of the names on it are fake and the whole yep. Plymouth rock landing is a fucking fairy tale. So I don't know why people would be upset about this anymore. Um, like literally it'll take about 35 minutes to clean it off. Um, like literally it takes no effort whatsoever to clean up. And the funny thing is, is they're, when I read the first description about it, they're talking about how it's that it was etched, etched uh, with the date of 16 uh, on the year 1620. Yeah. That was done not that long ago by like recent tools. You can well, tell by the way it's done. So it's not like in 1620, they went up to this random rock and fucking <laughs> etched 1620 into it. Is that actually Plymouth rock? It's literally actually, just a fucking rock? It's just a rock, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah I, thought, no, it's just a rock. I thought Plymouth Rock was, like, something cool. That's literally just a rock on the beach. Like, well, how does this thing not get spray-painted every fucking day? Because it's actually around... If you type in Google Images... um. It's actually, there's a thing that is around it. Like, it is sitting on sand, but it will zoom up pictures. But it's actually in a whole thing. It's in a columned, like a Roman column-style building. Put another fucking rock there and shut up. Who cares? It's a rock. Just clean the rock up. It takes a little bit of arsenal. It'll be clean right up. It'll be fine. Roll it over. Yeah. It's a fucking rock. Who gives a shit? I thought Plymouth Rock, I always thought that referred to like a, like like an island or something. Like they landed on Plymouth Rock, not they fucking bumped a rock. No, they bumped a rock. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just a piece of rock, dude. That's Who all it is. Who the fuck gives a shit? It's, it's a rock. just a rock. Go find any other rock. <laughs> and call it Plymouth Rock. Nobody would have noticed if you replaced this with any other fucking rock. <laughs> oh my god, it, how is this a story? And apparently if years ago anarchists defaced the Plymouth Rock and they just spray painted the word lies over top of it. Anarchists. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah that's what... if that's the anarchy they're unleashing on your country, you're pretty fucking fine. It's a goddamn rock. I would like to know why an anarchist would do this because anarchy is about <laughs> has nothing to do with this. <laughs> that's that's that would be like if someone went and spray painted the North Pole and said, "Ooh, take that, Canada." <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I spray painted the North Pole with a fucking random weird <laughs> chemistry term. <laughs> yeah, in 2014, uh, they spray painted the word lies and they also wrote an obscene figure, the phrase for a drug filled world. <laughs> I. I will absolutely commit to any of our American audience. You know how much I care about you guys. Um, I love and value all of our American listeners, and I will hereby, if it means that much to you, you send one email to eric at ericatgord.com and tell me that you would like me to replace Plymouth Rock. <laughs> And I will replace it with a rock of equal or greater value. Personally, I will ship you a rock to replace your Plymouth fucking rock. No, I don't know if this is completely true, but the history of the Plymouth Rock starts as a representation of the site of the Pilgrims landing in 1620. The Pilgrims had already landed in Cape Cod in November of 1620 before sailing to Plymouth. And there's no historical record of the pilgrims claiming Plymouth Rock as their no. place of disembark- disembarkation. Yes, that is true. But, That's what I was saying. The story is bullshit anyway. But in 1741, so 121 years later, the 10-ton boulder in Plymouth Harbor was identified as the historic landing place by 94-year-old Thomas Fruence, who said his father and other Mayflower passengers who had arrived in Plymouth in 1623 – told him that Plymouth Rock was indeed the site of the Pilgrim's Landing. Well, <laughs> there we go. So, a 94-year-old dude <laughs> took him that long. We're all saddened and sickened by the recent vandalism in our historic town. <sighs> we will begin cleanup as soon, and the police are investigating. What the fuck? It's a rock, dudes. It's literally just a rock. In 1774, colonists tried to move the rock from the harbor to a Liberty Pole, but it broke into two pieces. Uh, some colonists interpreted the split as a sign that America should sever from England. <laughs> I don't think anyone would give this much of a shit if you spray painted the rock. <laughs> It's just a rock. It's, there's nothing special. It's not even a cool-looking rock. No. Oh, you guys can all go straight to fucking hell for making me give a crap for 10 seconds about your stupid story. It's a goddamn rock. Oh, my God. They moved the rock again in 1834 to the front lawn of the Pilgrim Hall Museum, and again it was broken in two pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's a rock. The piece at the heart... The piece of the harbor was given a canopy in the 1860s. 
But the, in order for that rock to fit inside the new monument, it was trimmed. <laughs> like, this rock has been butchered and butchered. Like, this this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And yet more than a million people visit Plymouth Rock every year. That's I don't buy it. Uh, there's a million fucking retards out there. There's a million I I think we should call the police because fish are pissing in the ocean. <laughs> Did you know that there's a new Plymouth Rock, by the way? Of course there is. There could be <laughs> any number. Of, I got six of them in my backyard right now. <laughs> in 2018, they created a new concrete sculpture with the same 1620 date. It's all geometrically... It's the same sort of basic shape as that rock, but it's all geometric. Did that one get spray painted? No. Of course not. That one's located outside the Civic Center, and it paid homage to Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts. I hate this story so much, I don't even want to do this show anymore. (laughs) It's the greatest thing I've ever read. Oh, my fucking Uh, God, it's a rock. It's literally just a rock. We, oh, Jesus Christ, that makes me so goddamn mad. Yeah. And Just nothing about it even... Who the... F- oh. no. Everybody <laughs> knows that they didn't even land there. That fucking story says they didn't land there. They just went there after. Yeah. So the rock yeah, literally has no significance whatsoever. Just from a 94-year-old dude who says it does. Oh, my and God. And the funny thing, be- even if you went by that story... The 94-year-old guy, the date on the rock should be 1623 because that's when they actually got to this point. If we fucking made a historical landmark out of every piece of shit that some 94-year-old dude said was important, <laughs> we'd have a monument to cigarette butt. From false teeth to cigarette butts to dead birds would be significant. <laughs> They'd all have dates stamped in them and, oh, we got to celebrate this fucking of gum we found on the sidewalk because old Earl said it was here in 1690. Fuck you and your stupid number one historical shit is stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why do we preserve crap for especially a rock? Who cares? A rock that has no significance. Why are you preserving that? Why does it matter? Only because a <laughs> bunch of rich fucking bored white people say it matters. That's it. Nick anybody gives a shit where the pilgrims landed my god oh this is where they started stealing their country from let's that should be spray painted i want to go spray paint it again every time i see it cleared off i'm going to pay someone to fucking spray paint it with something new where is i don't even know where plymouth is where the fuck is plymouth where's this rock Oh, well, I um, uh, Massa- uh, Ma- Massachusetts. Plymouth Maryland. Rock. Where the fuck is Plymouth Rock? Plymouth, Massachusetts. Yeah, there you go. So it's I, Massachusetts. Will send, I will personally send $25 to anyone who goes and spray paints Eric and Gord on that fucking rock tonight. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Just go spray paint Eric and Gord right across that rock. I will. I got two hundred dollars. <laughs> if there's a picture in the newspaper by the end of this week 
of that <laughs> rock with the red fucking 508 MOF with the little star right on top of that. It just says Eric and Gord, 200 bucks. No questions asked. You just send me an email address to send you 200 bucks. <laughs> it's amazing. I will send it out as of Wednesday morning. If it happens, I, I will have the money available to send to you Wednesday morning. $200 if Plymouth Rock says Eric and Gord. That's straight up. I swear to God. Eric at ericandgord.world. <laughs> send me the picture. We need a new uh, logo for this show funny. anyway. I want that to say Eric and Gord 508 MOF. <laughs> and that'll, that'll be the be new right. name of our show. <laughs> 508 motherfucker. <laughs> I will change it to 508. Move over, fucker. <laughs> That's so funny. I seriously, straight up, 200 bucks. Anyone get Eric and Gord on that rock? I would love to see that. I will fucking, oh, I will chop off my left nipple to see that. <laughs> That would make my day. Actually, any American landmark, if you can spray paint Eric and Gord at it on an American monument and send us a picture, two hundred bucks. Get that shit on like the Washington Monument, or the Lincoln Memorial. Just Eric and Gord across his fucking chest, <laughs> or uh, Mount Rushmore. That would be awesome. You change that to Mount Eric and Gordmore, and you got that's that's worth big money. I will come up. I will give you my entire month's fucking pay. <laughs> Seriously, deface some American shit in the name of American Gord. Any monument, any stupid thing like Plymouth Rock, fucking whatever other retarded shit you have in that stupid ass backwards country. <laughs> I'm loving this rant so much. Get a picture of Air Force One at Daytona with Eric and Gord written on it. <laughs> that would be, oh, that would be epic. I'll fucking chip in 200 bucks for that. $400. Go spray paint Air Force One. It's got to be legit, though. It can't be. I will fucking send that shit in and make sure it's not Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah, no, we need that shit's got to hit the news. Or if you can't get an American landmark, get it on like. Somebody like fucking Dakota Fanning's face or something. <laughs> What's her name? The the, the climate chick. <laughs> yeah, get spray paint Greta Thunberg's shirt with Eric Gord. Just her shirt. Don't like vandalize the poor girl. But just get her clothes. Spray paint her face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spray paint anybody's face. That's not. <laughs> but get like the back of their shirt. Oh my god! Get, start putting Eric and Gord kick me signs on these people. <laughs> Hundred bucks a piece for if you can get an Eric and Gord kick me sign <laughs> on Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's true. Oh my God, we are. See, I don't normally say this, but we are so going to hell for that one. That's fantastic. I get, just get a kick me sign on Elizabeth Warren. Eric Gord said, "Kick me." Yeah, I will hand over a whack of coin for that one. 
Not Eric Gord said kick me because that would be us inciting violence. Just just say yeah. Eric Gord. Kick me. <laughs> Gord, kick me. Oh my god. So that's my new call to action for fighting. any of you in America. Please, if you like this show, I wanna see some defaced property. Uh the Washington Monument. The Clinton uh library. That would be fantastic. If it said <laughs> if you could change it so it says the William uh William Jefferson Clinton and Eric and Gord Library <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh, I would be so happy with that. The George Walker Bush and Eric and Gord Presidential Library. <laughs> uh, I would so... be so in awe. Oh, just change it to the is it where it says the George W. Bush Presidential Library. Change it to the Eric W. Gord Presidential Library. <laughs> 400 bucks <laughs> cash in pocket I want some Eric and Gord vandalism to occur in America but I'm not kidding I seriously want to see this shit and fuck you FBI if you're listening I don't care find me <laughs> what did I do wrong bitches nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a comedian. <laughs> Watch me not get across the border when I try to go. Uh-huh. I'll still cross the border. I'm not vandalizing shit in your country. I'm not stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did I vandalize anything? No? Well, then. <laughs> I'm coming in. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my good God. I'm so glad you brought that story to my attention because... You're welcome. I just really am up. <laughs> I just, oh, America. I really now, I do I... have a bit of a shitty story to bring up now. All right. Um, Fort Lauderdale mayor, mayor, I should pronounce that in English. Um, he is looking for state and federal aid after 211 million gallons of sewage leaked from their aging sewer pipes right into the drinking water. In Fort I Lauderdale? Said it was a shitty story. In Fort Lauderdale. Um, this is, it's, it, for the past three months, uh, this has been, this has been going on. And this is enough to fill 320 Olympic-sized swimming pools. That's a lot of sewage. And, um, it is literally just, it's disgusting. I'm looking at a picture. It's just gross. Um, but 127 million gallons of sewage spewed from six separate breaks in the pike system in the Tarpoon River, the Himarshi Canal and streets in three neighborhoods in December. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, an additional 79.3 million gallons spilled into George uh, English Lake um, if, between January 30th and February 8th. Then five and a half million flooded the streets near the park located by the major by a major shipping mall or shopping mall. Um, yeah, that's 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 just 
a local fisherman um, who would fish over this George English Park um, said that all the fish are dead there. Everything's gone. Crab, oysters, barnacles, plankton. Everything is dead coming out <laughs> of that. Shit, because Florida. Of right? <laughs> There's manatees in there. They're all going to die because they're all swimming in poison. Uh, so, yeah, so they've been under a precautionary boil water notice. Um, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. You think? Oh, my God. So, yeah, this is it's a shitty problem, but... Um, hey, in case you guys didn't know, boil your water. <laughs> 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 Those little chunks of brown coming into your thing, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's perfectly fine. It's supposed to be that smelly. Uh, hey, uh, you guys got quite the problem there. Millions of gallons of shit going. You might want to boil your water. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> It's taken us three months to deal with the problem, and it keeps getting worse, but you're welcome. No big deal. Well, what do you want? We told you to boil your water. <laughs> How much more do you expect us to do? <laughs> I told you the solution. Oh, my God. That is great. It's just insane. Um, hang on. All the fish are dead here, Mojo told the newspaper. Everything is gone. Crabs, barnacle, plankton. The crew's been out there picking up hundreds of dead fish out of the water, so it doesn't look like holy hell. <laughs> Manatees are swimming in that poison. <laughs> I can see them all right now having a fucking emergency joint chiefs of staff meeting where they're trying to figure out how to boil the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take care of itself with the bad climate. It'll be fine. <laughs> How do we boil the ocean? They said boil the water. I don't know. There's going to be a hell of a discount on sushi next week. <laughs> sushi tastes like uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Would you like some tea with that? We boiled it. <laughs> <laughs> if you prefer the all natural, we got the iced tea. That's super fine. Holy oh, fucking shit. God, that's... Oh my Sorry. god. Have a good spring break, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Stay away from the sashimi. It tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a whole new thing. I turn to the, ah, oh, shitty, I got crabs, you know. <laughs> oh, shit, I got crabs. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> we better devote all our attention to getting the spray paint off that fucking rock. <laughs> that is the worst thing that's happened in the country. <laughs> what? All the... Sea life in Florida is dead. Yeah, but some motherfucker spray painted this rock. 
pull all funding from the fucking burst pipes, and it all goes towards Plymouth Rock. What are we going to do? <laughs> Everyone in Florida is dying from the E. coli poisoning in the water. Hey, slow down. There is paint on this rock. <laughs> One crisis at a time, please. <laughs> oh, now, my God. Should we devote some resources to the crisis in Florida? Or should we get some soap and a sponge for this rock? Um, No, we definitely need to focus on the... Uh, the the rock. Oh my! People can just God. boil water; it's fine. But we can't boil the rock. It's too You're, big. You can't boil the rock. That's for sure. <laughs> it's too big. Good call. Last every time we try to pick it up, the fucker breaks. <laughs> Four times in the last few hundred years, we can't chance it again. We can't we'll chance just... it. <laughs> Boil the water, man. We can't. We can't do we, this again. We don't want it to break a fifth time. That would be some kind of jinx. Maybe we should <laughs> focus on Florida. Nah, fuck those guys. I don't understand oh. your country. I love it. I can't wait to come visit. But I don't understand. I three million liters of shit. Boil your water. <laughs> It'll be I fine. can't even add a joke to that. There's nothing to add. That is fucking amazing. That's because it is its own horrible, phenomenal joke. You are on a boil water advisory until further notice. Now let us get back to cleaning our rock. Stop whining. <laughs> we got real problems up here in Massachusetts. Oh my God. I'm reading the first fucking... <laughs> the first comment it says Florida sits on limestone it dissolves it is what it is politics aside <laughs> I gotta wow. look this up cause I don't know for the record I pulled that off of Fox News cause it was funny I'm typing in Florida shit problem <laughs> Holy fucking pu- <laughs> <laughs> That worked. Florida's poop nightmare, as it's called on Google. <laughs> I typed in Florida shit problem, but close enough. Um, 400,000 gallons of poop. I like how they call it poop. Uh, my God. Okay, what fucking site am I on here? Orlando Weekly. Oh, All yeah, the Florida paper. News. Um, we got uh, a lot of Florida news here, including um, snake orgy in Lakeland closes a portion of City Park. Florida man upset he can't bring life-size Donald Trump cutout to dialysis. Oh, by the way, everybody on here is blaming the liberals for this. Paint night at Graffiti Junction. Well, don't take that shit to Massachusetts. 
Graffiti Junction. Florida has a thing called Graffiti Junction where you can go and do graffiti. Oh. Tampa Bay has already dumped 6.5 times more sewage in 2019 than all of 2018. Almost 400,000 gallons of poop. Is calling it poop helping at all? I don't. Surf's up. You don't even have to go to the beach anymore. Hashtag poopy leaks. <laughs> Last year, the same four counties spilled a total of 59,000 gallons of sewage. So this isn't even new. Well, this has been going on for three months. No, years. Last year, the same four counties spilled a total of 59,560 gallons. <laughs> the numbers come from a variety of sewage spills, which can occur a number of ways, like malfunctioning <laughs> lift stations, obstructed pipes, or aging infrastructure. <laughs> it's also important to note that these figures represent both public and private facilities and show only reported sewage spills. And not things like spilled wastewater, which is also very common and also very bad. <laughs> wow. So that's just the reported. That's not the unreported. Jesus Ooh, Christ. They're just dumping shit everywhere. <sighs> just shitting on the dock of the bay. <laughs> 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 Somebody quoted saying, "Roses are brown, violets are smothered. Time to call Rothschilds before the whole lawn is covered." <laughs> While sewage doesn't directly cause toxic algae, authorities agree that it fuels the problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But, <laughs> malfunctioning pump stations and wastewater treatment plants don't shoulder all of the blame. <laughs> There's an estimated 2.6 million septic tanks in Florida, and only 1% of those are inspected for leaks. This is just insane. In my opinion, septic tanks are a major contributor, says the guy who's being blamed for the rest of the shit. What? <laughs> While toxic algae is nothing new for Florida, things have gotten significantly worse. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on? This is just insane. Oh, my God. Ron DeSantos, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, announced renewed funding for Florida's Red Tide Task Force. Oh. Wow. <laughs> One thing I've been concerned about is whether these nutrients being pushed into the fresh water exacerbated the red tide. Some people think so. <laughs> you, think, you think the shit in the water had something to do with it? You gotta wait for a bunch of scientific testing, do you? Oh, oh my fucking god. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I could, I just, I love this story so much more. Oh, well, there you go. That's your for the night. thousand gallons were simply absorbed by the local environment. So those are gone. That's gone. That is amazing. Thank you, okay. Florida, for existing. All right, I gotta go. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. That is brilliant. Um, 
Ladies oh, and gentlemen. And Jeff Bezos is donating $10 billion to fight climate change. Well, he could start in Florida. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. You just no, finally no, started coming in at a decent deal. volume. Wow. Okay, just, Gord wants uh, to go. I'll say goodnight. Uh, we will be back, I'm hoping, tomorrow, but I don't know for sure. Um, it all depends on Gord. But until we talk to you again, please take care of each other and spray paint Eric and Gord on something and send me a picture. And thank you, Florida. You're always the butt of a good shitty joke. <laughs> this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.